0: Afternoon Swazzers and welcome back. Episode 9, can you believe it? Doesn't time fly? Doesn't, it? Doesn't time fly? Anyway, we'll be talking obviously players, transfers, uh, what's really needed or what we think is needed, results, etc, etc. So first of all, let me just say big shout out to Jeff White Motors. Jeff White Motors, they've been established Since 1985, I have over 500 cars in stock, all situated in one place and great parking facilities. So, as we say every fortnight, get yourself down and if you need a vehicle. Alternatively, you can go to jeffwhitemotors.co.uk and see all the stock online. So without further ado, let me introduce my boys. Afternoon, DT, Mr. B, how are you keeping, fellas?
1: I thought f- Mr. B was showing it. Have you just given me the title? You just gave me the you title. Could be,
0: you, you need to be uh, Mr. B <laughs> Jr. You
1: okay, I'll take that. I'll take that with pride. I'll take that with MBJ. pride. MBJ. I'll, I'll take that. MBJ. But yeah, let's leave it at that. I'm happy with that. I'm done.
0: <laughs> and I, be- I believe it was someone's 50th birthday. Uh, I think
2: it's someone's f- 50th, 50th Someone's fiftieth oh, oh, birthday's dad. coming up, listeners. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Dad. How I was forty-one
2: this week. <laughs> scoring goals on Monday nights, making kids cry, and goals, elite league. So, you know,
0: you could still do it. It's not all Are best. you in the elite league scoring goals against kids. like Brandon's Sage, 13-year-old yeah. boys and stuff like Dad, that. Whoa. that smashing it.
1: <laughs> whoa. Look at what chin it. We've had this discussion. <laughs> I've got <laughs> chin it. i I'm not a kid. I've got a little bit of chin it coming.
0: Yeah, just careful in the summer when the fans are about, right? Because that shit will blow off, right? So you need to be careful. So, um,
2: (laughs) yeah, I had a birthday, you know. Life life goes on, doesn't it? January, January, January.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a hard month to have a birthday in, right? Because nobody really wants to celebrate today. No, 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 I'm with you, mate. Listen, we stick together on this because, you know... People, that's January. People, that's you're not. What are you? I'm Aquarian. What are you? What's before
2: I'm a, I'm a Capricorn?
0: Capricorn, yeah. It's too close to Christmas, man. So I always say, I'm fortunate, I'm quite near mm. the end of the month. So people are just getting paid. So it's to get my presents, but you know, it must be nice, guys. If you it must be nice, four days before Christmas,
1: is doesn't sound too bad, yeah. Does it? Man, it's your, so
0: anyway, let's we're here the talk football, ain't we? So remember, at Swaz Pod. On the Twitter, the Facebook, remember to like, love, share, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. So let's get into it then, fellas. Let's start with um, we'll start with the Blackburn results, shall we? Before we start getting the transfers and what have you. What did you think of the result on Saturday? How, I
2: thought the result was bad, obviously. We lost nine out of ten home games. We got the worst home record in the four divisions. We're on course to have the worst home record in our history ever yeah. in our history and I've seen some bad Cardiff City teams throughout the years but you know it was a really encouraging performance in many ways I don't think I've seen us play with the football that well for a, a long long time I thought players that usually seem clumsy seemed comfortable with the ball I thought you know Nelson was good defensively, but was good on the ball. I, I, I found it very confusing. I didn't know what to think. You know, you're looking at our pass success rate, 80%. Our, our possession stats, 66 Now, don't forget, we played playing Blackburn, who went up to second after they beat us, but who really are renowned, and, and they've built their success on being really good defensively. So they go one up relatively early on. I hadn't even managed to get in the stream at that point. You know, having paid season ticket holders, paid for the game. And then they made you pay.
0: Nice welcome when you got on there. Yeah,
2: and then yeah, exactly. And then they paid to make you watch it online as well. So you have to pay twice.
0: Well, you can have a rant later on when we get into Mohammed's rant or Minto Mo. Yeah. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I am. You know, did we have all the ball against Blackburn because they won one the left, but they know they're very good defensively. So they're like, have the ball, lads. Go on, mm. crack on, or or did we? Yeah. Is our new possession based style that we demanded the ball and we we pushed them back? Because you know, I, I know that's the way Morrison wants to play. We did early on in it in his in his early games seem to dominate the ball in in, in games. I, I don't think we've, I think we've had fewer possession. And I think, so, I think so. I think so. Possession wise, yeah, before yeah. the Blackburn game, but don't forget we were playing West Brom aren't really a possession based team anymore. Bournemouth are for sure. Mm. Uh, we had had a game for ages before yeah. that, so I don't know. I thought they were really encouraging signs. I think you know we've we've long asked for a philosophy and a change in style, and you know there were elements of the things you'd like to see, us having the ball, but we were You know, clearly we were missing. We're missing creativity. We're missing. You know, we did. We really have many chances on Saturday against Blackburn. Not really. We just we just had the ball a bit, didn't we? We we looked like footballers which uh, can be shocking for Cardiff City. So I, I don't know what to think about it, Nath. I, I hope the, the optimist in me thinks that it's a sign of really good things to come and with a few tweaks here and there, you know, we can, we can pull away this season and it's a good basis for the next couple of years. But the, the realist last pessimist in me thinks,
0: shit, we've lost nine out of the last ten home games. That, that, that's, that's, we are getting deep. So what did you think, Brian? I like Dan really What are the young guns I feel like
1: Dan Just a bit confused.com Just a bit okay. confused.com Obviously like you said It was it was nice to see us Actually keep the ball For the change And against a top mm. side Like Blackburn You know That's something Because Cardiff fans We haven't seen Throughout the season But then saying Saying it again If we're going This is like Probably the best We could play at As a lot of people are saying We still never scored a goal And we lost the game We didn't pick up a point If that's the best We can play at and we can't even pick up a point. I understand it's against Blackburn, who are a good team, like Dan said, it's a very good defensive team. But it's like we're just missing that something, that something. We're mm. missing that something. And, you know, if, uh, if it was a few different personality players on the pitch, then maybe we could have grabbed the goal with the chances we had. And, you know, mm. and like Morrison said in the interview after, there was a lot of final third entries, but not a lot of being done in the final third, which was true. And you could
0: see that. That kind of... Shocked me to be honest with you. <clears throat> I just think you better listen as a manager, of course, you're gonna you have to learn to, to cushion the blow and you know how you speak, and you don't want to be too negative and what have you. But um, listen, I, I commented on the game, and uh, I keep saying we, we, we're better, but we were so poor before you really only had one way you could go, you had to become better. And you're right, Dan, in the first instance, Blackburn did score early and then kinda of sit back and defend their league because they're very good, not just defensively, they got brilliant midfield. Young lads in midfield. Really good little midfield uh they they got. Uh really good balance as well. They can do a bit of everything. They can pass, they can run, they can tackle, they can fight, you know. So um no surprises they are where they are. And a good friend of mine, Damian Johnson coached a lot of those lads he's still well he's back at Blackburn now John he was a very uh, good player as a, as a youngster when I was at uh, Blackburn with David Dunn and Damien Duff those three were, were special I spoke to John D in the car park up in Blackburn before the the other game the game up at Blackburn and uh, he, he told me then they, they've they got some really good players so I honestly I think these entries into the final third I, it's an they're okay, but you're never in a position. Well, if I say to you, Brand, we've never got in a position where our wing-back or our striker, whoever, is going down the inside or the outside channel and crossing a ball across yeah. for someone coming in to finish or header or... That never happened. Yeah. So our two best chances came from two corners yeah. and they both felt to Nelson. All right. That was our two best chances in the entire game. So it is going to... I always say it does take time when you're progressing. And I do believe we are better. Like I say, we had to be better than what we were. But the worry is, one, you're losing home games and you're better away from home. That's a very scary position to be in. And two, you're not creating chances. You're not creating... Like, I'd rather be sat here saying we lost 1-0 and, oh, man, you should have seen a sit that so-and-so missed or, you know, I hit mm-hmm. a great strike, just, you know, hit the bar with it, so unlucky. But, you know, I, I'm hoping that's the next stage of our development, right? So, yeah, and, and you've got to remember as well, you know, for the last 20 minutes or so, Blackburn were down to 10 men, but did look more threatening than we did on the counter-attack. So as much as our game has improved, our chances still came from set pieces. We're not creating chances. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, And I think um, that is a real problem. Although I have to say when Isaac Davis come on, he looked, I really like that lad. He looked really good. And then Ruben come on like five minutes later and Mm. he looked really good. And I think as impact players, brilliant, right? And I would say you give them you know, a run of two, three games and then maybe if you want to draw them out because of the physicality and give them a little rest and then drop them back in. But, you know, we have got some very talented youngsters uh, at last, that, that, but we can't become reliant upon youngsters in a relegation battle. I was just like crossing myself that we ended up, that Reading ended up, because they were winning with 10 minutes to go and they ended up losing, not only not drawing, but losing, which done us a massive favour because I think if they get above us psychologically, that's a massive blow then. And the fans will start to get mm. nervous, right? Because I'm not worried about Derby, well, but... I'm
3: worried about Derby. <laughs> they're on a roll. I'm not worried about Derby, but I'm really worried I'll, about I'll my hand, hand to say I'm worried.
1: But <laughs> like, like you said, you know... It's about the progression in the season. Are we going up? And this is what we spoke about at the start of the season. Especially we spoke about when Morrison first came in is, are we going to see the club go up? Like, are we going to see the progression go up? And mm. I just hope we see it. But like you said, then Isaac Davis, I feel like every time he's, he's on the pitch, he's impressive. Oh, he's brilliant. I feel Like every time he's on the pitch, he's trying to make stuff happen. He's looking for these positive. I think it's the positive thinking. Yeah. And you see a lot of players in the Cardiff side because of, a lot of negative managers and neg- negative style of play that's been implanted onto them. Now, when you see someone with a bit of positive thought on, in the pitch, it becomes oh, a, wow. he's like, "Wow!" It comes a bit of a shock. Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this player? Yeah. And it seems yeah. like anyone. Anyway, all yeah. it took was Lee Tomlin last year to just be a positive yeah. thinker, just get the ball and look, and yeah. look forward. Like, wow, this guy's all right. It's frightening
0: to think how long we've been deprived mm. as fans of some Good for real me. quality, isn't it? Mm. I suppose I suppose that's why we were so you know we were lording over Lee Tomlin you know Mm. because you know we hadn't seen we haven't seen that type of thing for quite a number of years so you know I think it's 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 hugely important that uh, we get back to that but you know Young lads relying on young lads to get you shouldn't you shouldn't I don't want to be relying mm. I don't want to put them under that sort of pressure oh, I know pre- there's enough pressure just playing and trying to find your feet and develop into a player that can be picked every week and trusted, but you don't want to be you don't want to be sprouting that mm. in a in a in a relegation battle. I mean it, it is it it is a big ask, but there's it, clearly positives to look at. But we, the the negative, the overriding like elephant, in the room is, you've lost again. Right? I think tw- I think Rob Phillips said to me, we've won two games at home all season.
2: Yeah, that'd be right, wouldn't it? Mill Millwall. Millwall. I think Flint scored a couple, didn't he, in the early early part of the season, three one, and then we won that Huddersfield game. Morrison's his last game of his three match. Stay, you know. Keith again. Isaac Davis came on, and he was pissing down. He gets down the wing, crosses it for Kiefer. Kiefer scores two late goals. Um, Yeah, that's it. You know, we've we've always been, you know, not always, I suppose, but we we've we've been decent at home, haven't we? We tended to be away. We haven't been so good. Not the last couple of
0: seasons. It's been a bit of a fortress, isn't it? It's It's been even like the football isn't great, but been hard mm. to beat at home, right? And I've always said, like, for the last few years, the fans have played a massive part in that, right? Not just a little part. I'm talking when you're 1-0 down or it's 1-1 and it's 10 minutes to go, 15 minutes to go, a lot of teams say, right, we're going to defend, right? We're going to drop and we're just going to defend our 1-0 lead or our 2-1 lead. And I would say that's the worst thing you can do against the land of the Giants, mm. Cardiff City, because they just... You, you drop to the 18-yard box. They don't have to play anymore. We don't have to find a way into your box. You're giving us a way into mm. your box. So what we do then is just bombard you. Heavy artillery into the box, into the box, into the box. And eventually, you know, you cross 15, 20 balls in or 10 to 15 balls in, in the last 10 minutes when everyone's lagging and tiring. Concentration goes. You're bound to get an opportunity or three. I thought the difference was with, with Blackburn... We never quite had that sort of momentum, mm. right? And I think a big part of that was because the stadium was empty.
1: Yeah, you could look look a lot of times early on this season, the stadium's been nearly full, and we've been lacking, to, you know, a lot of momentum. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I <laughs> See, I like it. Now. I appreciate <laughs> it now. I think, um,
2: you know, I sit or stand these days. Well, you always stand, but now it's legal standing, I suppose, safe standing in the canton. And you're having your half-time pike. And you're always thinking, well, we're kicking up this way now, second half. We will bombard them. We will we will see action. And invariably, the last few years, you do. I wonder if with this new style or evolving style, we overplay it a bit. Sometimes when in those last few minutes of a game, when really, I know Flint did, did go up front the last few minutes when they went down to 10, but... but It felt like we missed some chances to just stick the ball in the, in the box.
0: Yeah, I think I think that is that is the age-old problem with us, Mm. though, Dan. I think we've become accustomed to that. I want to see us keep playing right, getting the ball. I want to see like the last ten minutes. Isaac Davis came on and he was terrorizing their left channel, right down the left, down our right, their left. I want to see that. I want to see someone come on and do a bit and get a quality crossing mm. and that's finish with a quality header or a quality finish, right? The easiest thing to defend is crosses from 30, 40 yards away because it's not really a cross. It's just yeah. a plant into your box, right? And if you've got a dominant centre-half or two dominant centre-half or sometimes three who look forward to that physical challenge and you've got to think, this is the championship. Go up to the... Premier League against the Brighton and people like that, and people like Duncan, they just eat that all day. They eat it all day. So I always say our measuring stick is Man City, Liverpool. It's not Bournemouth, Fulham, right? So the quicker you get into breaking teams down, getting through defences, getting wide, getting crosses in, getting in behind, the quicker you get back to that style of football and are successful at it, it makes life easier in the Premier League, right? Because I don't, I don't think we can... I, and I think we know that now, right? Even as fans, I think we've accepted that sort of long, heavy artillery ball, football. We, like we used to say on here, it's like a dog chasing his tail. We're not going anywhere with it. In fact, we're going backwards because the likes of Man City are pushing the boundaries of football so far ahead that if we get to the Premier League, you know... You've got to hope you go there or they come to ours and we can keep it under six goals. That's the quality you're dealing with now. So you need to try and get up to speed or get as close to that as possible. That's my opinion anyway. I just don't think, like, playing, if you crossed it from the halfway line or 10 yards inside our half and you put, that gives me time to set and everything and really go for the ball. If you're whizzing down the right wing and putting it in, I'm running back towards my own goal. Mate, I don't even want to stick my leg out half the time because I know it's going to go somewhere where it's not supposed to be. Sometimes I leave it. Sometimes, you know, I'll just hope for the best. Sometimes I will take a swing at it or I'll clear it. But that, in terms of danger, just obliterates this long cross in the box. So, yeah, I I I think what... Our problem is, is going back to our default position, mm. right? And it is going to take time, I suppose, to get out of that.
2: What did you make of um, James Collins as a former striker yourself, obviously?
0: Uh, I'd say that James, and I was surprised Morrison didn't pull him, actually, as a former striker. Um, last 10 minutes, last 15 minutes, when he really needed a goal, he was still drawing out mm. too wide,
1: we'll that.
0: right? And that's where they get, I think, Strikers get frustrated that there's not enough width and not enough balls coming in from the channels, all right? So, as a striker, I go looking for the ball. coming. He's coming too deep. I thought, especially when Isaac come on, I, I would have said to him, listen, width of the posts, all right, for the last 15 minutes. Do not go outside of the width of the posts, James. And there was a couple of occasions, first half and second half, where... NG's on playing on the left-hand side. You know he's right-footed. He's going to chop inside, whip a ball in, or he's going to chop inside and look to play, in, or he should be looking to play into your feet either just around the 18-yard box or inside the 18-yard box where you can then use your attributes if you're James Collins, right? He, he, he never. So I'm like, well, he needs to be told or taught these things, because it's going to improve his chances of getting goals. It's going to increase his chances of getting goals. So, But work tirelessly, tirelessly for the team, and it's not a criticism. It's a, a way of improving then, right? I would say, if I was coaching him tomorrow, I, I wouldn't be saying, ah, oh, you're running out of the box. I'd be saying, listen, I understand why you're running out of the box. Been there, done that. But hear what? That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is putting the ball in there, and I don't want you breathing out your backside trying to take an opportunity if we're only going to get one in the last five minutes I want you fully loaded on your oxygen levels and mental level and everything because it all comes into play then. it all comes into play inside yeah for you innit? it what did inside. you make
2: of um the new loan signing from leeds cody drama we call him drama well, Journey, I was going to come man. on
0: to that now. So we'll go, we'll, the, I'm saying the, the new loan signings. So you had drama um, and there's talk of this uh, young lad, Tommy Doyle from Man City. Mm. I've spoken to my sources at Man City, okay. by the way, and got a wow. bit about him. But um, drama, yeah, you know, I've got, I've got Good connections, me. man. I guess you going to tell us. Night. You, you <laughs> said I,
1: I, I've been hearing things and then you just left it. Dot, dot, yeah. dot. You're going to tell <laughs> us the inside?
0: What they say? <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, drama was—you could see—he's a fantastic yeah. athlete, wing back. i right? would actually, I don't know if he can play right side center half, right, and it probably detracts from how good he is going forward, right. But that's the kind of athletic yeah. defenders we need going forward, right, at centre back position. But as a right wing back. Of all the possession we're saying we had, we never fed him. Right? And it was a few times, if you watch the game, there's a few times where he makes a brilliant run, where he he runs a defender away and then just checks. Right great timing as the ball's being transferred across the back line and he's expecting when he checks either the midfielder or the right side centre half to just give him the ball. And they we're not used to seeing those runs or understanding those runs. So it's like, there's so much work to do. Trust me, mate. I, Boys, I ain't illing out on our team. Mm. But that in a team that plays progressive front foot football, that's what I expect mm. you to do. That's what, you know, Len Ashes used to shout at me for that. Run him away, son, and check your run. All right? Run him away and check your run. You know, you learned that at 16 at Chelsea. You know, Eddie Nidreski, run him away, check your run. And he'd done it a couple of times and didn't get the ball. But I say it's not the not getting the ball, it's the fact that your, your, your mm. teammates don't see it. That's the, that's the problem. So good player though, good athlete and, you know, would be a massive attribute if you can get him the ball in the right positions. Brilliant. It'd be
1: interesting to see um, how he does as well, because he's coming from a lead side which play a very progressive style of what we could try we could say. An attack minded and attack-minded, mm-hmm. he's coming into a Cardiff kind of City side where there's not a lot of ideas what we're doing. So we'll be interested yeah. to see how he fits in. And especially the the kid from Man City. I'm excited. I yeah. hope he comes because you'd be excited to see him. I've only seen a few highlight tapes on YouTube. He is look he doesn't look uh, like My sources
0: tell me he's got fantastic set piece delivery. Uh I said, what's his best position? His best position is number eight. Oh. Which is box to box. So I would imagine seeing him, Wintle, who will come on through, and Rawls. Mm. I think that might be the new trio in midfield. Because I thought Wintle, very unassuming, very quiet, but had a really mm. good game. Right? Quite assertive. type of player that you don't, you're not, you're thinking, oh... You know, he's, not, he's' not he's not spraying balls around or running it. but he's always available he's always in the right position at the right time. I thought he had a really good game for his uh, home debut
2: I thought it was interesting I don't know if you saw Bialza's comments about Cody Drama what he was saying you know obviously it's all translation with Bialza, but saying that you know he'd wanted him to stay and thought that being part of Leeds's 20 man squad would have been a good enough carrot but Drama wanted to come to Cardiff, and Elsa seemed to, you know, say fine, you do what you want, sort of thing. And um, a little bit of a little bit of drama from Cody that he apparently Ooh. deleted his <laughs> Instagram page, and is, he started a new one, and all he's got on there is a Cardiff City picture, and apparently he's deleted all of the Leeds photos that were on his previous one, and unf- unfollowed all of the, his former Leeds teammates, which. So he, he's getting pelters off Leeds fans on... Oh, crap. Cramp. He's getting pelters off Leeds
0: fans on... Yeah. He got yeah. cramped. <laughs> uh, yeah, cramped look. He got excited. He, he was getting <laughs> too excited. I know. People listening. That loves Dan drama. That's That's what you get for smashing balls at 13 year olds and thinking you're a dog dragon. To... <laughs> he got cramped, sat down. Listen,
2: <laughs> after football last night, I was running down the Taft Trail 11 o'clock at night, and they're doing, doing, them, doing little warm downs this morning. So, this is what, you, this is what you're going to do when you're you need a stretch,
0: in. You need to stretch and drink some water, my friend.
2: And I have some water now in my at Saint Bob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, Leeds fans are giving him powers. Obviously, no, I no, don't no. do so I thought I would so enjoy
2: this. So, yeah, obviously, mm. I'm loving it. Like, ha ha, he loves Cardiff and non Leeds. But I did, part of me did think, mate. Like you're only on loan. if if you've hadn't followed your teammates. I don't know that I didn't know what I said about his character. If that was true, that uh, you would try and yeah. piss off Leeds so much, because yeah, because people are saying like he's not <laughs> welcome back here now. You can have him something. So
0: hmm. okay, okay. Well, it, it it's usually it, in the olden days before social media was it would be called orchestrating yeah. the move, but he's obviously got the moves so. <laughs> You, know, you see a lot of that uh, these days on social media. There's
1: all, all sorts yeah. going on, like the Ainsley Maitland-Niles. He put on his Instagram story saying, "I just want to go somewhere. I want to be played, playing for Arsenal." Yeah. You know yeah. what I
0: mean? Anything happened to him? I think it, Nathan Lyles. Just to digress. He's he's seen people come and surpass him, hasn't he? Yeah. Youngsters. That's that's I think. It's, and he's never really been the main man, although he was. He's highly thought of. I never mm. quite understand it, but. Hey, that's, that's what you get for doing social media. Football. you young guns, man. You know what I mean? I love it. I don't really do that. So what are the fans saying, Dan? Give us some uh, reaction from our fans, what they thought of uh, Drama's debut. Yeah, and... I
2: think um, Drama went down well. I think he started the game well and then faded a little bit, seemed to be the, um, seemed to be the, the consensus. Wintle seemed to slot in well uh, without doing anything too. Yeah, ostentatious. You know, he was he he fitted in well. You know, I, I think we've said before about people thinking Winter might be the, be the answer to all about prayers because he's not here. Well, proof is in the pudding yeah. now, isn't it? But it's been a you know a solid start, I'd say, in, in his first league start. And he he came on in the FA Cup game against Preston, didn't he? And I thought he did relatively well as as we got out over the line.
0: Do we want some questions, mm. some fans' questions? Yeah, go on. We'll check them in because. Uh... Uh, we'll go on to just chat about just quickly about Giles and uh, leaving and uh, Zimba going out on loan. What we think
2: mm. of that? Tell you what, with Giles, there's a lot of rumours flying around that Giles might be on his way back by the end of the the end of the yeah, window. So that. a question from Miles Evans.
0: All right, Miles. Good to have you on Big the show. Mike.
2: If Giles does come back. What are you thinking on, you know, formation then? Maybe if Drama's going to play on the right, would you be sticking, keeping NG as a left wing back and sticking Giles as part of the front three where he, where he played earlier in the season? Or would
1: you be changing formation? Or I'd like to, oh, personally, I'd like to see him just play as that winger role. Because that is what he is. He's a winger. You know, he's not a, a back. He's not a, I wouldn't say like, attacker, like attacking striker winger sort of player. He is a winger. So it'd be nice to see him in his actual position on the wing. And hopefully, as as we've seen, well, I say as we've seen, hopefully we'll see a more progressive Cardiff and with him in a more progressive Cardiff on the wing. Just saying that's where I'd like to see him.
2: The problem is we don't play wingers, do we, at the moment. So our our wits comes from the wing backs. You know, I I think I'd want to be seeing him at, at left wing back and trying to try NG as one of the three centre-backs. I don't know. We've talked before about how he made a great start, NG, and then he's, in some aspects, seemed like he'd gone back a little bit.
0: Mm. What did you mean? But the Championship's difficult. Yeah. The Championship, you've got to remember, he has come up and he is still like trying to make his way in the Championship. he would probably be better for the experience next season. But, listen, the, the Championship's such a hard division you know you have got a high level of skill a high level of physicality you know the game is fast furious you know what i mean it's uh you are one step away from the Premier League some teams in the championship will probably fare better in the Premier League than some of the bottom teams in the premier league so it's it's a it's a it's a big ask, and I think you know you we've gotta keep that in mind i think it's we just think automatically, always find mm-hmm. him, You will play well. It, it, it might be too deep for him, the water, do you know what I mean? As a as a con- continuous sort of you know, week in, week out at that level. Because they say in football, eventually you'll find your level. You know, So um, I'd say give him a bit more time and become uh, a bit more accustomed to this league and, and we'll see. But given the option, if, um, if Giles came back... Yeah, I'd probably give him wanna give him less responsibility. So I would probably play a four three three. Back four, uh with three up. And um you know, I, I definitely would be having drama on the right side before N G. Take your point. I mean, it's the same point I made about drama, isn't it? At the centre back position. Uh same thing you're saying with N G. You put him at the back yeah. of a three. Or possibly a two. So I think they give you options. It's just whether or not he can cope in that position because then there's more defensive responsibility. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, But wing-backs, if he came back and you could play, you know, um, Giles one side, i definitely play drama the other. Um, but I think this is where your midfield three becomes so important because they allow your full-backs or your wing-backs to release Right, so it's important that they can keep possession of the ball. Otherwise, as a wing back, it's the it's probably the hardest position on the pitch, physicality wise. If you're running up and down, and excuse me, your midfield keep giving the ball away as we do, right? Especially in the final third. I know our possession stats increased, but when in the final third, I bet they didn't, right? Or they haven't even improved to the point where we're creating chances. So. You know you don't want to be running forward every minute and then you know your midfielder losing the ball because you'll end up like you Dan players behind cramping all over the place
2: <laughs> my um, my cramp is fine now, everyone by the way <laughs> and you run so a couple... <laughs> so
0: it give you options though we it, it would definitely give um, you options
2: look, we get loads of questions about formation every every week and we talk about it a lot, so we'll just switch it up a second now so Football Brownie and Henry say with similar questions.
0: Brownie, Henrietta. Big, big Henry. There's some new names Hendog? coming in, I know this on yeah, the fans' yeah, yeah. questions. Sim- yeah, similar
2: similar questions from the two of them. Main, mm-hmm. main thing being about do you think Kiefer will be sold? I think
0: listen, if you're Kiefer and you're in this position as much as you love Cardiff, you're Welsh, you're playing for Wales, you're doing great. For me, when you're scoring at international level, uh, consistently, as he has been over the last year or so. I think playing in a struggling... Because this is how... Like, take your Calif City hat off a minute, right? You're playing in a struggling championship team and you're an international striker that scores goals at the highest level. What are you going to want to do? Your know, ambition is to play at the highest level. You've been here, you've seen what's going on. You see an owner who is now in a, a bit of a pickle where he doesn't want to spend money. He was probably the last transfer that came in spending uh, that where they've spent money. So I think if you're Kiefer, your ambition is going to be want to play in the Premier League and test yourself against the best. So from his point of view, I would understand if he's saying that. I would totally understand that. I think from Cardiff's point of view, I think they're getting themselves into a position where they're going to have to sell him. It's quite simple as that. And they'll probably sell him for, in my opinion, 10 million less than what he's worth. Honestly, um, I think if you're in the top six going for promotion and he's on 18 goals or 16 goals right now, you know, 10 million isn't going to get it done. I mean, would you put him in the same category as Chris Wood, who's just gone to uh, Newcastle? I would rather have him in my team, and I'm not saying this because he's Welsh. And I'm not saying Izzy at Cardiff. I say it because I see the way he plays, his movement, his finishing. I would rather have Kiefer than I would have Wood mm. in my team. And I, and I rate Wood. I just rate Kiefer a bit higher. I think he's you know physically more of a threat and he runs all day. If it's down to him and down to the club, if the right offer comes in, and I don't think that has to be a great you know, huge offer of your 10 million quid. I think if someone slapped 10 million quid on, million quid on the table tomorrow, I think the club mm. would snatch their hand off. I really do. What do you think?
1: I can agree more. And it's, it's hard because I've, I would love for Kiefer to stay because obviously you won the best possible players at the club. But I would be very surprised if you still a Cardiff City player after January. Just with, with all clubs, there's all different changes going on, especially in the Premier League. You know what I mean? It's a handful for strikers. And especially these days, strikers like, strikers like him, you don't see many of them. Mm. You don't see many of them.
0: So. And what, what happens, Brand, is when a striker is sold, I have experienced this a few times in my career, the merry-go-round stats. So Burnley will look for a striker. Whoever else has sold their striker will look for a striker. You know, Kiefer will probably be on their list along with two or three others these these other clubs. Then we sell our striker, then we yeah. look for a striker. Do you know what I mean? And someone else in League One has sold their striker, then they look for a striker. So the, the, the change just continues. So listen, if they hold on to him until the, the, the window closes, I think they've done marvellously well. That'd be like a sign in, uh, in itself. Yeah, but again, you know, the big man's not been on fire this season. It's like like he, I bet his ambition was to come back from the Euros and score 20 goals again. I mean, COVID has played a big part and what have you, so you can't knock the man. But, you know, for him, I bet the frustration is is, is huge because he's yeah, not playing. Yeah, I think
2: um, it was in, my father-in-law was wrong earlier and he's a, he's a Reddin fan. And um, they've had Andy, Andy Carroll, whose contract ended yesterday, I think he told me. Yeah. Um, yeah, right, yeah. Red have been under all kinds of, you know, we're only out of the relegation places because of them and Derby being knock points. So Carroll's been getting paid mm. a grand a week to pay for Reading. You know, he, he scored a couple of goals. He scored those two wonder strikes against Funham. I don't know if you saw him when they lost 7-0. Mm. Yeah, and, um, I did. Yeah. You know, would Burnley, who were always quite canny, be thinking, well, we could pay £10 million for Kiefer Moore or we could get Andy Carroll for... For nothing now. Carroll's injury record is obviously um, not great. But You know, is he? He's probably got more quality than Keith. Very saw I wish, or...
0: uh, don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's 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 got some great goals, but I think you're looking at the Andy Carroll from five years ago, right? He still you still have those quality, but the difference is trying to get into those striker mm. positions to score goals when your body's broken is far more difficult. Again, if you offered me the two. I take Kiefer all day. I did some research on Andy Carroll uh, many moons ago. I don't know why. Um, but I think, if memory serves me correctly, I think the most games he's ever played in the season is 15, back-to-back. Right? Now, that's just, that's yeah. just unbelievable. That was about 10 dude. years ago itself. All right? 15, 16 games in a season is your best ever? You know, listen, give me that machine. That's Terminator, mm-hmm. Kiefer Moore, all day before Andy Carroll. I'd rather pay 10 million quid and 30 grand a week knowing what I'm getting, yeah, with the injury record and everything, rather than roll the dice. He could play today, he's out tomorrow. Okay, we're not paying him, but windows closed. And we One thing I loved him. about
2: Carroll was that you he, mean? Would, he always used to destroy Swansea in the Premier League every time he played them because they just didn't know how to deal <laughs> with him. So... Um,
0: yeah, was well, like look, that, and look I look forward to us
2: signing Andy Carroll as Kiefer's replacement. Yeah, that's on, what he's uh, thinking. on deadline day, was thinking, that's and technical. him just spending all his time yeah. on Mill Lane, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Chippy Lane. Well, that's you know, chicken off the bone and chips. Yeah. You? When people discover that, they don't leave. <laughs> mate. They just hang around Cardiff kind of forever. So, uh, so let's move on. We'll come back to some more fans' questions. Dan, um, but like I said, we've touched on Ryan Giles. Uh, Chanka Zimba, Mm. in, one opportunity, out, gone on loan to Northampton, I think. What do we make of that? Do you think, like, because if we're bringing in mm. 20-year-olds, that's got to be a bit of a kick in the teeth, right?
1: I think, obviously, it's nice to see him go out on loan. Hopefully, he gets as much game time as possible, you know, up front, team around him, wicked, but I thought it was a bit unfair that he was only given that one chance and was taken off at half time. And yeah, that was it. it, was and, that a, was it. Yeah, and that was it. And that was it. And Morrison after the game said, Yeah, he did really well, he did really well. Well we observe opportunity yeah. from starting.
0: Okay, well well I think I think Morrison's probably thinking along the lines of we'd be better for him next mm. year if we put him out on loan mm. and he gets twenty games course, this season and scores even between six anything from six to fifteen goals. If he does that at Northampton, I would say that's hugely yeah. successful, and I make him a better player for us next season. Just,
1: but I just, I just thought if he was gonna, if that was in his plans for him to be a player like that, that would be getting regular game time next season. I he would have thought he'd at least played a few times this year before going straight on You know, a little taste first, but
0: yeah, i i probably, I probably look and think with, with, with you. You've got Collins up front. Mm-hmm. If you don't sell more then you've you've also and you've got two strikers, big physical sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and he, he's he's probably thinking, I can afford to let him go and, and develop. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Where he's gonna play every week guaranteed. That's actually what he needs. It's better for him than coming off twenty minutes here and twenty minutes there for us. Plus, Watters yeah. has come back. Yeah, very, right? very true. Very so he will probably be in front of him as well. So he's probably thinking to himself. And I, 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 I thought it's a little unfair of him coming in and out. And But I, I did think to myself, well, that's a good loan. That's a good, yeah. you know, go and, go and fill your boots out, kid. I mean, people don't like it. But if he goes and plays well and scores goals, you'll love it. Mm. You know what I mean? That's, that's the striker's dream, scoring yeah. goals. So fingers crossed. Um, it works out for the lad because he's a great specimen of a player. I just, you know. I'll
1: be following him 100%. I'll be following all season. <laughs>
0: Good lad.
2: It's funny how, um, Northampton used to be our peers, really, in the same division. I remember, and older listeners will remember this, we played Northampton in the playoffs in about 96, 97, and, um. I remember going away to Sixfields, which was their their new stadium. And it's like in a, it's in like a valley almost with steep banks all around it.
0: The bowl. Yeah, Mm. and uh,
2: we'd lost the first leg of the playoff at home on a Sunday 1-0. I think I was 15 and I'd just been in the pub in Northampton all day with my dad and his mates. And there was chaos outside is all I'll say. When, well, just going into the ground, on those banks, some um, police horses falling over and <laughs> chasing <laughs> all sorts you over of those. business going on. and I remember riding you down yeah, and um, there were a lot of Northampton fans who couldn't get tickets for the game. We were stood outside watching it on the bank, and I think some city uh, supporters decided to leave early and you uh, you saw it, you mix. saw it scatter. it was uh, <laughs> it was a, the rest, <laughs> a memorable day out, but yeah. You know, Northampton North City Northampton were beating us in playoff semi-finals then, and and now they're a club we send our prospects off to on loan. So you know, everything changes, doesn't it? Yeah. Football. Yeah. So, only, only about yeah. thirty
1: years ago. Only about thirty years ago.
0: <laughs> when you talk about the City fans, I remember I, I never forget when I was at uh, I chose Villa away. We play them on a Tuesday night or something like that. Uh, last time we played them, and um, I'm sure it was Villa it wasn't Birmingham. They pressed we had a park quite some way away from the ground. Uh, we walked through streets, and the police, i never forget it, the police were running past me, right? And I could hear them like panicking, they're here, they're here, they're here. Like, get your stuff together, like, get ready, get ready, they're here. I was thinking, what do you talk about? And as I got closer to the main road, <laughs> it was the buses, the Cardiff city buses coming. They were panic stricken. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, you think yourself, oh my God! I just, I, was, I just, I was laughing all the way to the ground. I remember, like Rob Philip said to me, "What's funny?" You know, so far I just kept chuckling to myself. What? Just the, there's like four or five coppers just running around, almost bumping into each other, like, run away, run away, they're here, they're here, they're here, having a major panic up, but uh, yeah, they uh, they come with a reputation, you could say. Yeah,
2: that's a say. good, that's a good away yeah. trip, Villa, as well, because it's not far, and there's a pub quite close to the ground, you could just manage to dive in Take there over. just before, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so the other yeah, touching on uh, we've touched on key uh, Kiefer Moore, Aiden Flint. I mean, there's a lot oh of talk yeah. about him and Sunderland at the moment. I mean, what would you feel about that, gentlemen? Would you would it bother you there if he went, or do you think he's someone that we need to keep?
1: Well, this is my my uh, fifty pence on it. it. Is I wouldn't be gutted to see him go, but I wouldn't be buzzing. But also, it has not long ago Sunderland has. It is, they are close to sign in 31-year-old Danny Bath. And it seems like that deals well to go through. So it could look that Aiden could be staying. Because like, he's a centre-half, he's a centre-half. Yeah. So it looked like he could be staying. But if he would go, I don't think I'd be gutted. I don't think I'd be gutted. Like, you know what you get off him from a centre-half. You know he hasn't got the most pace. You know he's going to bring a lot of physicality. And he's going to be an aerial threat. But... You know, moving forwards, is he a player you really would be getting to lose moving forwards? I don't think so.
0: Dan?
2: Yeah, I think um, he was frozen out, wasn't he, after we paid four million for him or five million or whatever. And it seemed like him and Morrison couldn't play together. Goes up on loan, comes back. What what I do like about him is his character. He, he Mm. He seems like a good lad. He seems like a leader. I'll never forget. He scored for Bristol City against us at Ashton Gate and cupped his ear to the to the Cardiff fans and he just seemed like a monster that day and you were like, We we can't defend against him. He's too he's too big.
0: Yeah. It's not fair.
3: Yeah. He's too big.
2: And um you know, I think It's like Dan playing against twelve year olds. <laughs> I remember thirteen thirteen. Oh, sorry, I think my bad, my bad. Um, he occasionally has looked like that for us. You know, he was at he was, Don't forget, he was top scorer in the championship in September. He's, we've said before, he's probably not the ball-playing defender that we want or need for this, this new philosophy. But he's out of contract in the summer. If we could get a bit of money for him and we've got Morrison who can come in. You know, on paper, that seems like a decent deal because we can get a bit of money in. But what happens then if Morrison gets injured? Does NG have to play at centre-back? Get you know, all these nice ideas we have. In the middle of a re- yeah, in the middle yeah. of a relegation battle,
0: you know this it. is why planning is so significant, Daniel. This is why planning and you never stop planning for eventualities, mm. especially in football. So, yeah, great point you made there. Great point. Listen, let's move on. We're at Swaz Pod on the Twitter, the Facebook. Remember to like, love, share, comment, and subscribe. So it's that time. So have a bit of. Uh, J-Mo, shall we? A bit of his... Uh, Mindo Mo. So, listen up. We're going to have a little little break.
3: Hello, Swazers. Good to be back with you once again. Hope you're winning in 2022. Very disappointing result against Blackburn Rovers. Having seen the highlights, it's clear that we don't have a cutting edge at the moment. So, I'll come on to that with a question for Blakey in just a minute. But I want to say, what a great draw, eh? Anfield away. Fantastic draw. Midday kickoff on the Sunday as well. And I suppose... Given the way the season's going, it just keeps the season interest going a little bit. A trip to Premier League, Liverpool. Fantastic team. They will probably field a second-string side. And look, it'll be tough for us, but what a great day out for, I think, 8,000 tickets might be sold for that. So look forward to seeing you there at Anfield in the away end. I'm working till nine on the Sunday, then zipping over from Manchester to Liverpool. So looking forward to that. But... To me, it looks like we need bodies in in this transfer window. It looks like we're running out of ideas and the midfield is very similar to what it's been all season. And I just think we need something special in front of goal. And Blakey, just a question for you. You know, in terms of the players we've got at the moment, you know, on the training pitch, can you train players to hit the target and... Get those goals, or do you just need to get new fresh legs in and fresh bodies in and possibly a couple of strikers just in case Kiefer leaves us? Anyway, there's my question for you, Blakey. Keep up the great work. Hello to Dan. Hello to Brandon. Keep it up, guys. Keep the faith. See you at Anfield.
0: Okay. Uh, very interesting from our friend Mr. Mohammed. there. Make some uh, lively points. Uh, let's touch on... He touches on the Blackburn mm-hmm. result, obviously. Um looking forward to the eight thousand, is that right, Dan? Eight thousand uh tickets going for uh up to Anfield. I think people are doing a bit of maths
2: from what Shrewsbury got. Um yeah. so eight thousand would be nice. Yeah, that that should be a, a cracker weekend. I lived in Liverpool for four years. So um yeah, looking forward to out. uh yeah. Getting, getting, we were talking about baby blue bar Albert Dock, weren't we last week? <laughs>
0: Blue Bar, Baby Blue, Down the Albert Dock, maybe a bit of Kirkland's before, Uh the Ragamuffin Club, yeah, Uh, Mosquito, (laughs) Mosquito, Mosquito. I used to see Stevie G and a few of the boys there, Bansy was always in uh, Blue Bar, had a few nights with him, and uh, Mick Hucknell as well, had a few (laughs) few (laughs) good nights in Baby Blue, Blue Bar, mate, me and... uh, me and my uh, partner in Crime Aidy, Little John, we used to have some fantastic nights in Liverpool. Love it. Uh, a guy named Bez used to run the living room with Mosquito. So he was a Welsh lad, Bez, great lad. Used to sort us out on the VIP and everything. Mate, only beautiful memories of the beautiful Albert Dock. Yeah, great it's,
2: night. Um, it's a lot like Cardiff, Liverpool. Similar accent, like, Cardiff, eh, Liverpool. <laughs> it's like, um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. S- I think i can uh get a pass for that weekend so yeah going up to see some old mates and might be taking the family with me to show them where i used to live and all that but um yeah so look okay. forward to that but reminiscing are you? Sorry? Reminiscing. Reminiscing. but what i am worried about is is slap bang in the middle that game of barnsley and peterborough which two much more important games mm-hmm. where we mm. desperado need points so yeah we'll have a good weekend amfield um i do need a ticket mm. for bristol city on sunday or Saturday when it's Saturday.
0: I think this is what I, I I would say to the club it's what you have got to understand about our fans, right? Is this you're not even talking if we can fill our allocation. You're talking, hopefully we can get eight thousand fans, right? Mm. Just like that, they'll go, oh they'll travel, right? Eight thousand of them. You know, probably if you get if you had ten thousand, they'd probably take ten thousand, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So it's it's Thanks. you know. That's what I say. We we got a monster of a club that's just been asleep for too long. It's been far too long to be asleep. It should be a, you know, it should be up in the higher echelons of 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 the of the football, well, football league now and going forward in future in the Premier League. You know, because you know, I it never it never ceases to they never cease to amaze me. I, I swear to God, I, I take you all the way back to. The Scunthorpe in ninety three, I think it was or ninety two, yep. ninety three, and we, we took that ground over like five and a half thousand. You know what I mean? In League Two, yeah, it's just just I I, I tilt my cap to them every time. I think, I think they're friggin' amazing, honestly. So, I'm not sure about um. Jace and I, I know he wasn't saying for me to get my kit on maybe you, Dan, maybe you need to get out and Available and start yes, some, practice some finishing. But he, he asked if it's a skill or an art. And I would say like anything, jams, you know, you keep practicing, you know, you get better at it. You know, when I was at Cardiff City, the level of goalkeeper you face in training, no disrespect to the boys, but it's not the same as you face at Blackburn Rovers. Right? in the Premier League or Bolton Wanderers in the Premier League you, they, they, they're they better that's why they're playing at that level so you know beating those goalkeepers you have to become better so I would say yeah the likes of Collins I mean we've seen I think we've seen the development of Kiefer get better since he's been at the club and at international level he's become a much better finisher uh, a, a, a wider variety of goals you know um Left foot, he's improved definitely. Scoring like tappings and what have you. So, practice makes it perfect, or as perfect as it can be. I would take the Jace. So, uh, who was your
2: um, yeah. who was your goalkeeper nemesis next in the Premier League? Who did you? Oh, Uh
0: he wasn't actually. I think I can't remember his name. I'm sure he's a no, no. It wasn't. I'm sure it was the Crystal Palace goalkeeper. I can't remember his name. Um, not Nigel, Nigel Martin. Martin. It, was, it was no, it wasn't Nigel Martin. Um, I could beat Nigel no problem. There was a keeper who uh, I'll, I'll think of it for next week. Right? Okay. I, I, he did have a funky name. You're looking online now. I knew. Yeah. In the nineties. Yeah. If you can find it, I, I never scored scored against him, and he used to do my head in. But no one else. It wasn't like, you know, Seaman, Schmeichels, never. Never nah, fazed you. No, 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 no. Never fazed you. Not nah, a nah, problem. You know. and, and this keeper never fazed me. It's just that he seemed to read me every freaking time. <laughs> and I know he, his name is in the back of my head, but because I'm trying to keep the show rolling... Carlo, it's hard for Carlo me Nash? No, not Carlo Nash. I know Carlo. He was easy to beat. Not... Um... Like Danny Co- Like Danny Coyne is easy to
2: beat. <laughs> <laughs> not Spironi... <laughs> Speroni. Speroni! That's him. Yeah. Julian Speroni, yeah. He's been a ball for ages. I'm sure London. it was him. I'm sure it was Spironi He wears
0: like I never tracky bottoms. he
2: had your back pocket now?
0: Yeah, that's it. Black track with bottoms and a knee pads and yeah. all that. Yeah, sure that's him, right? One of them. You know, you've hit like three or four good shots, whether it's over two games or three games. And you think, oh, you hit it. And you're like, oh, that's him. And then he pulls out. You see him diving out and, t- and tipping around the post like, yeah, he was, but he sticks in my head ah, as the one keeper.
2: Okay, so he was, he's been at Palace since 2004, but the keeper he was understudy okay. to was
0: Gabor Kirali. So he might have played in the game against me then. Yeah. I, yeah I remember yeah, yeah. it specifically being, I'm sure it was Baroni, one of the ones where I used to think, wow, man, I just need to go through him so he goes off, so the next man comes on, and it just makes my life easier, you know? So anyway, let's move on. Next part, we're going to talk about the FA Cup and the run and whether or not, you know, after the Preston game or the Preston win, whether that inspires us going to Liverpool and helps us get out of the the bit of a ditch we've created for ourselves or does it matter the result that we get at Liverpool? Because going up there and getting slap 6-0 isn't going to do anyone's confidence any good. If you go up there and lose 1-0, 2-1, extra time, whatever, you know, win, lose or draw you come away, fans have come away buzz, players have come away better for the experience. What do we think?
2: Yeah, I think um, it's just good to win a game, wasn't it? And win a home game against Preston, a team who were, you know, I know we beat them at Deepdale recently, but they're above us in the league.
0: I thought we played. Good to see Isaac get his first goal. Yeah, oh, amazing. Was, yeah,
2: you know, Isaac fashion what? as well. He missed a good chance before that. I thought there was a lovely ball that Colwell put through to him and he yeah. missed a decent chance. I just felt as soon as he picked that ball up for his goal, I just thought, he's pissed off here from that chance earlier. And every, yeah. everything that was surrounding him, you know. there's no passing it. Yeah, yeah, I just thought, what a what a great finish. And that, you know, that queued up half of social media saying, oh, well, everyone who moaned about Morrison digging him out last week, look, look what he's done. And then, you know, the other half saying, well, he, he's done it in spite of Morrison slagging him out. So that was, that was interesting. I thought, you know, when Morrison comes out to say, I love the kid, you know, I, I work with him all the time, but um,
0: to me... You gotta be careful, I would yeah. say. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cane, I would, you know, it's not my business. I wouldn't cane someone for doing it because behind the scenes, like I say, you never know what's going on. It might've been the best thing for him. Just from our side. Yeah. You just think, ah, just be careful, you know? It might be, listen, Isaac might be the type of character who needs that kick up the backside and thinks, right, I'll show you next game, which what you've seen happen against Preston might have been exactly what Morrison was expecting. But, you know, it, it can go the other way, do you know what I mean? It can go the other way. I think, like, you are sort of talking about players of more of my era that sort of thing used to happen. Players of this era, you've got to be careful. I think, on adopting old school tactics and the new school. You know, there are some of them which will still be relevant. But I just think, listen, I don't know the lad, but the lad done really well. I thought to to cope with the fact of coming on, getting taken off, and then a week later coming on or starting and and putting the ball in the net you know, especially after you say, like, Mr. Mr. Chance, but um been really impressed with him. What do you think, uh, young Mr. B Junior? Mr. B
1: Junior, but no, yeah, I was buzzing to see him get his first goal. And it was in his Isaac Davis fashion, you know, taking a, pass, a couple of players, smack mm. it in there, go and get the ball, and let's keep on going, boys. I knew, you know, it was lovely to see, and I thought, I thought Caldwell played, really. I thought Caldwell, them little, like the chance that Isaac missed, them little passes, just in behind. He's a lovely player. It's just as he comes towards his defender. It's just it's just perfect, perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect timing. So, yeah, it was nice to see An as well, to see Sparky get his goal. I thought, you know, good finish. You know, it's, it'll be, it's nice to see him. It'll be nice to see him grab a few goals now as the season goes on. Because he's a player I do like. And I feel like every time he puts on the shirt, he does take it with pride. And he's there pressing down the back, you know, the back four, back five. So, yeah, it was a, it was a positive game. And obviously... Progression in the FA Cup is what we all like to see. I I thought it was a uh, the best we could have hoped out of you know out of this season. How it's going? That's the best we could hope for. That's more than what we yeah. could hope for. The so kind would you, do you?
0: Yeah. So my, I suppose the question bluntly is, help or hindrance? Go to Anfield.
2: I think it. Um. But it is Anfield. You know. Let's let's look at it as
0: after the event. Yeah. I just. I just.
2: <laughs> It's great to get a fan base excited. It's it's great for the all of these young players coming through who, you know, were in the under-23s not long ago to be able to go somewhere that we should be playing week in, week out at grounds like this against teams like this. And, you know, not long ago we were. So hopefully it'll help raise their aspirations. I'm just a bit worried about it being... I don't mind it being after the Barsley game as long as we focus on the Barsley game. But that Peterborough game is massive. That's the biggest game of... Biggest game of the season because we've got to get three points there. We can't go into the Liverpool game half-hearted because we'll get pumped. We'll get pumped anyway, very likely. But um, you you don't want to be playing that Peterborough game with injuries or you're knackered or you're demoralised because you've lost five, six, seven nil 7 at, at Anfield. So I don't know. But, you know, that's why we love it, isn't it? Football. Football but, but it's the FA Cup, right? Yeah.
0: That's why we love the FA Cup. I, I always look at it as, right, if you do well, it will, it will lift your spirit. And I think, you know, they can afford to go into that game. They've got no pressure, zero pressure, right? I think it's, it's not the pressures on Liverpool because, you know, they're not going to look at us and think, oh, no, my God, Cardiff coming. You know, we, I, I would say you'll probably see us play a lot more long ball than what we have been playing, all right that's the that's the my fear, and we go back to what we are because you're asking players to take the ball at a stadium in front of the fans top of the league or near the top of the Premier League you know you've gotta be brave, so it'll be really interesting to see who comes out of there with you know with credit but I th- I think it's a you know eight thousand fans going away from home, Premier league champions european champions. Don't get to play at Anfield every week. I think for some of our young lads, it's it's going to be a massive boost. It's something that it excites you. The build up to it, you know. I remember when we played Man City, mm. the excitement of the build up the week before. I remember being on the pitch at at Indian Park Park. We're training, and we could see the fans queuing all the way around the back of the stadium. There yeah. was the gap, you know, in the uh, in the Canton end. You see through the gap, the, the fans were streaming out of Ninian Park, like where they were lined up and. This is like four or five days before kickoff. I remember getting, I don't get nervous at games, but I remember getting butterflies, right? Just in anticipation of this game that's coming. So I just hope that uh, our young lads, and listen, all our lads just go into that game, no holds bar sort of thing, and um, no fear, mm-hmm. you know, and just go and give a good account of themselves, win, lose, or draw. Just give a good account of yourselves because I think that can progress us, build us to go into the games like Barnsley and Peter Briss and what have you, and you know, really have a, a strong finish to the season because it'd be lovely to have a strong end of the season and end up like twelve or 14th where we're all going, Oh, what were we ever worried about? Yeah. You know, that that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then start to look to build towards next season. So fingers crossed it'll happen. But um one last thing on on that on that game. Um, twelve o'clock kickoff. Not great for the fans traveling. That seems like zero consideration for the fans. What when the is the consideration? There?
2: When is there? I don't think um, South Wales Police and Merseyside Police Won eight thousand Cardiff fans. They're coming, all, whether you like it or not, <laughs> having all all day on the piss in Liverpool. But you know, half ah, okay, half. I think a lot of people will go up the night before. Um, but it's it's just a, it's just ridiculous because you can't. If you want to get a train, like a lot of people do, you wouldn't get there any don't get
0: there till after 12. No, yeah, so
2: you'd miss kickoff. And also, you know, people going on the coach, you're at early doors and you're drinking early doors yeah. there, you know, if that's what you like to do yeah. on your way to a match, which I know a lot of our listeners do. Yeah. You know, yeah. if your first cans are about half five in the morning. Oh, oh
0: I don't know how you do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to warm me up. So, I don't know how and, people do yeah, it. Yeah, you know. We used to get in screwed over. The annoying thing is, I think Derby is, is Forest and Leicester later in the day, four o'clock. And they it, yeah, say, that's a Derby. It's, it's, it's like, be, come on.
0: Is it on TV as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. You put it on TV so as well. Just swap well, those they, two so, rounds, you know. Yeah. Stick us at four. Yeah, because, I mean, Derby, uh, Leicester, Leicester Forest, forest even, yeah. It's a bigger Derby. It's like a ridiculous, those, you know, well, ours isn't a Derby, but that's a proper Derby match, Leicester Forest. I mean, that's like our equivalent of, yeah, say the ones down the road. I'll say. It. I mean, so yeah, listen, it'd be, it'd be interesting. So, yeah, no, 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 no. Thanks to whoever made those decisions. Yeah. Uh, from our fans, I'm sure. But listen, I know they'll get there, in their droves, eight thousand, and let's hope for it's a it's a positive result, right? Because I think it can, it can lead to better things. Fingers crossed. You
2: um you doing the game, Nath, for BBC?
0: I'm praying I'm doing the game, Dan. I mean, I really want to do that game. So hopefully, yeah, fingers crossed I will be. If not, I will be watching from afar.
2: And you've scored an FA Cup goal at Anfield yourself, I think, haven't you?
0: I have been yeah, I've scored at Anfield. There's not many places I haven't scored. Yeah. <laughs> scored there. Uh what's what was his name? The goalkeeper. I think he won the European Cup with them. What's his Dudak, name? Dudak was it? No, not your, not your deck. Before him. Yeah, scored. per Ransom down the right-hand side. It for Blackburn, it was. Right-hand side. Give me a horrible ball. Crossed it. You know that one's that bounces just before you? Yeah. And your your decision is either... But it didn't matter, like, did it? swivel-laced ping, which usually means you get underneath it, it goes up over the bar, and the fans go, way... Or... A controlled power side foot. So I went with the latter and managed to uh yeah bend it round the keeper into the box. Was the it
2: Peppy Rainer in goals?
0: No, 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 no. It was neither of them. Gotta go back a bit further. What was the
1: celebration? <laughs> what was the celebration, Dave?
0: Uh celebration. Tops off. Tops off. Oh. Tops off with my um Ramsey Nesbit vest on. <laughs>
3: Oh uh, nice. No, I
0: had a bit of a, a growl at our own fans, like you well, know, just lost it a bit. Because you, you do things I would say you do things when you score a goal that you'd never you would never do in normal circumstances. Just you lose your your mind, like you know what I mean. Excuse my French, you do, you lose it. You just so... remember Gigzy with the uh, with the rug when he was yeah. like let out against yeah, Arsenal. I would say to him, like, What were you doing? He was like, I don't know. Just Something comes over you, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, man. Something takes over your body, man. We were known, Nath. So, we, we were it's known, Nath. We were known. We're luck. So, just go on. I was go just going to say,
2: you've scored a winner at Anfield for a championship team to knock Liverpool out the FA Cup. So. It can be done. It can be done. Go to do a speech. It can. Go to
1: a speech. to a yeah. speech <laughs> in the change room. To go to a room. Well, speech in the change room, room in Anfield. Fans. To be like, I was here. I was in these change rooms, these exact change rooms. Do you know what I was thinking? <laughs> Steve, yeah, you've got it.
2: Steve Morrison needs to get you on the coaching staff for that game. <laughs> I'm sure we can make, make a few calls. Or what you could do right. is you could do a little video for the BBC like Brandon did before the last FA Cup game. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Cut in it cut in, in your... Don't, uh, take, don't take my job.
0: <laughs> Well, that was my bad, thing, Dan. Don't take it away from me. It's my only thing I've yeah, like. done. Leave the boy alone. So, finally, let's let's just before we uh, go on to our our final point. You know, any transfer links? Do you think will end up bringing more players in? Because I think I think we've made it patently clear that there's no funds, or you know, mm. I think I think we've spent so much. Bad dough over the years. I think the owner's now thinking I'm not throwing any more good money after bad sort of thing. And we're in a bit of a pickle. But um,
1: We need a left back. Yeah, we desperately we need, a, need, need a left
0: back. And I'm surprised that we brought a right back in over a left back. As good as drama is. I just thought, you know, um, there's been links of uh, Cyrus Christie, but he's he's gone elsewhere now. I he's see f- f- uh, Humphreys Grant... Uh, it's been, it's been, it's been, we've been linked with a few names, but um, can you see any more coming in? I don't
2: think we've got any money, have we? We so, um, yeah, have got no dough. It's be alone, a Perfect storm, man. Yeah. And I wonder with drama if it was just like, it's going to be hard to get loan players from, from Premier League clubs this window because of COVID. And I think it might have just been a, yeah. well, we can get him. He wants to come here. So I don't care, I don't care if he's <laughs> yeah. a right back. We'll, just, we'll have him. For the you know for that extra body like like Jase talks about. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with Doyle now. It sounded like Doyle's meant to happen for the past week. He's that sounds yeah. sounds imminent. So interesting. They'll get mm. a midfielder. Got lots of midfielders, yeah. but they're all much of a matchness. So I, I can't say I know much about Doyle. So he sound he, he sounds Joe Rolls-esque in your, your description of a number eight with good No with, no, with no, good no, no 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 no.
0: No, I bet I think he's a, 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 I think it's more, a, a more of a creativity than, than Joe. Okay. Yeah, more creativity than, than Joe, from what I've been told. So can can slide a pass as well, can, can split a defence with a pass. Yeah, fingers crossed. But listen, let's hope, shall we? Let's hope. Positive end. Well, we've got a four point gap between us and Peterborough, um, and one point over Reading. I think, like we said, Saturday was. It's like sweat off my brow, boy. Yeah. And then two goals went in against Red, and I was like, whew, Yes, that's, that's 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 great." Even though I got some friends who are Redding fans, and say hey, it's a jungle out here, right? Dog eat dog. So uh, I was I was celebrating that one. So, um, anyway, let's finish with our top five, shall we, gentlemen? It's been a a very good show up to now, and we're an hour hour and fifteen into it, so. Let's wrap up. So who, who wants to... I, I don't think you've got music, have you, Dan? Or have you... I haven't, That's an no, indie for me. I
2: haven't had a chance. But I'll do, it, I'll do it next time. And I got a... I might have a little banger in here that I heard the other day and I thought, I think Nathan will like
1: this. Brandon, Ooh. go first. While I'm trying to find it. Okay, yeah, that's give me your top five, That's no problem. I, I give you my top five. All right, to start off with, I've gone for Mr. Blue Sky by The Sunlight Shakers. Is okay. Is that, you know uh, that, is right? that a yeah. cover of... Yellow. Yeah,
2: uh, Mr. Blue Sky.
1: I bet it is. Is there? <laughs> no, it's Mr. Blue Sky. Please tell yeah. me why. Yeah, yeah, that one. Mm. Yellow. Yeah, That's well, what It is a cover. It's the like, youngsters uh,
0: don't know. They think it's all been just. Oh, I don't know. Out, sorry. Dad. Sorry. I'm showing your age, yeah, son. I'm
1: sorry. I'm 41. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one day you will be. Hopefully. <laughs> got a while. Don't mm. worry. I got a while. <laughs> got of a lifetime. Right. My next song is High Fashion by Roddy Rich okay and then ragamuffin by coffee
0: oh can't yeah, be a yeah, bit of coffee
1: yeah. and then we got thrill by french the kid it's a nice little uk uk tune don't know that one yeah, that's a good one that is and rolling dice by Lowski. Don't that's my that five yeah. Lowski.
0: Lowski, do you know I Lowski? i'll have, have a little listen do uh, you know lusky yeah, yeah, I'll have know, a, and a little notes? listen. I'll go on the old Spotify mm-hmm. and have a, little, I have, a little little I have a little gander. Mine is, you know, what are you? This, J Lo, Get Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Barry Boom, Making making Love. Remember that tune, Band? He's right. not 41. Love, Come baby. on, baby. 41. Making Love, baby. Oh! Go no, that's, one, that's, different that's different. No, 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 right. a different one. That's a different one. No, no, I think it's different one. Okay, you I know exactly that. what, you Robot is now. It's a tune. Barry Boom, Making Love. Uh... Daniel says the best part featuring H.E.R. or her, mm. nice. Stefan Don uh, and French Montana, hurting me. There's a very Ooh. much a, 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 a reggae vibe Ooh. to it, but it's, it's like and then Sean Paul, "I'm Still in Love with You." So we got a, like a, I suppose a more not the traditional reggae tunes. Just a, mm, I like it, like more of a poppy kind okay. of reggae. I would say. Well, I've got. What you got? There? I've just
2: got two for you. I heard this song the other day and I was like, what is this? Top two. What Top is two. this? And then I checked it out and I was like, this Nathan would either be like, I've never heard of it, or he'll bring back memories for you. So the artist is Beggar and Co. And the tune's called Somebody Help Me Out. And it's like 80s Brit Funk. It's, I'm
3: going to have to have a listen. To I that reckon too. you'll
2: know it. I think you'll know it from like Top yeah. of the Pops when you're a kid. Okay. Uh, and then my second tune, just because it came on the radio this morning. what a tune. I think it's the best Jules Holland performance of, of all time, you know, on on the Jules Holland show. And the tune oh, is: he is he the, Jules. the tune is "Yes" by McColman and Butler. If you don't know it, oh, what a tune. David McCollman, this black singer with like a guitarist behind him. Yeah. like the best performance you've ever seen. So I will send you that OK.
0: So there's my, yeah, chuck, th- listen, there's my top chuck two. Yeah, check it. Listen, check them up, man. Okay, there's top two. two. We'll remember we're at Swaz Pod on the Twitter, the Facebook. So remember to like. Love. Love. Love, people. Nothing but love for you all. Share, comment, and subscribe. And uh, once again, big thanks to our sponsors, Jeff White. So that's it, boys. That's a wrap. It's time again. We'll see you in a fortnight's time, everybody. Take care. And enjoy the Liverpool ride. Bluebirds!
3: This has been a Jams and Mr. B production.